0: the little white wolf hey, hey it's midnight in the bay podcast i'm your host alex woody uh, your fifth favorite woody if you're a guy first favorite woody hopefully if you're my wife um this is episode 183 they said it couldn't be done they say it wouldn't be done but look at us we're, we're doing it so Uh, I got a guest here, guys. I know you're pumped. You're like, oh, thank God. He's not going to be rambling about his family and how crazy it is. Yes, we have a guest. Um, He looks like probably what your dad would have looked like in the 70s. Thick mustache, thick, hairy chest. This guy is the number one sex symbol in uh, Bay Area comedy uh, right now. He's a funny comedian. He runs uh, great shows in Oakland, uh, F-bomb comedy, follow that on all the uh, social network gizmos. Uh, give it up for Marty Cunning.
1: Hey, I hey. really am. That is my brand. I am the sex symbol of Bay Area comedy. That's what I go for.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I figured, because you wear the shirts that are unbuttoned. You know what I mean? And it's funny, because that's yeah. almost...
1: It, it's it, it comes off that way, but it's really just because like I sweat so much that like I'm just mm. trying to air out. You know? Well, you look hairy. Are you I Irish? Am, well, I am hairy. Irish-Italian, so, you know. That's swarthy me people, very swarthy.
0: No, that's me too. My grandma was, was uh, Irish and my grandfather was Italian.
1: Those Catholics stick together, man. They like to make babies.
0: Well, he uh, he dark hair and he saw the uh the redhead and he just fell. Yeah. At Berkeley. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. They met at Berkeley. They're like, you should go there. And then they saw my grades. They're like, okay, you should become a janitor. <laughs>
1: You should, you should hang. You should be a janitor at Berkeley, like, yeah. Goodwill Hunting style. You know,
0: oh, maybe not, one day you will just at,
1: figure it out. We're not good at math. Just Goodwill. I like hunting. the idea of it. like every fucking school after that movie came out just having a problem with janitors like scribbling things on whiteboards. <laughs> come on, come on! It's me too.
0: I want to know though, the, like the funny drunk one who thinks like he saw Google hunting, but he's like, I'm going to do my version. Just like drew dicks. Yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> big like, like,
1: math equations was like art classes, which is like dicks everywhere. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what the janitors were already doing. So he wasn't really changing things up too much. You know,
0: did you have rumors about your janitors at school?
1: Like no, our janitors Well, in high school. Our janitors are all really nice dudes. Everyone liked them. They were like, Oh, okay. They were like, well, like respected, like even more than like some of the teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a rumor about one Jose in
0: elementary and he, I swear, I might even make this up to be funny. Apparently he had a detachable dick in this, uh, door in the bathroom that you couldn't get to. Okay, I got bullied a lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, but that was like a rumor. And like you believed it as a kid, like maybe that could maybe be true. Like, well, you when know. you
1: say detachable dick, what do you mean? A dildo?
0: Like, like, a, like a penis. On? Like they said detachable penis. We didn't know dildo or strap on then.
1: Mm, yeah, detachable penis was also a very popular song back then.
0: Yeah, maybe I a mean, guy was telling me about a song and I saw Jose walk by and I just. Put the two together. That's my Goodwill Hunting moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's your genius, Samantha
0: yeah. Right there, <laughs> making false accusations. Against
1: yeah, people. against your school. I probably,
0: I probably got him fired.
1: Yeah, this is. how He I'm was going like to an get, immigrant. This is how I'm going to move ahead in life. It's just.
0: This is why Samantha Voss. When I gave her a necklace in fifth grade, she
1: threw it in the pool.
0: <laughs> I was such a pussy, dude. I just like gave her the necklace and then like ran away.
1: In fifth grade?
0: In fifth grade. And then I was like, hey, did any word from Samantha about the necklace? Like, I didn't hear anything. And like, she was obviously avoiding me, but I didn't realize. And I was too much of a pussy to go up to her. And then like, a buddy told me
1: like, rumor is she threw it in the pool. Fuck, I'm such a pussy. What, how does a fifth grader get a necklace?
0: So it was a fake one. And my mom used to have like fake jewelry
1: in the closet. She'd have like, stole your mom's jewelry.
0: (laughs) No, it was like, it was like i don't it wasn't in like the jewelry box it was like with the old festive placemats and all that so i don't even know if it was a necklace
1: you probably stole like an heirloom or something yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. you're probably right probably yeah. was something really but that's what you do for love
1: they made it through the that like that's like the only thing that survived the great depression with them and now it's in some fifth graders pool <laughs>
0: Well, blame Disney because I had just seen Robin Hood and I was like, "Steal from the
1: rich, give to the poor." You know? Were you the rich? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steal from myself and give to this <laughs> poor girl who apparently has a pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she probably wasn't poor.
0: And we were in Pleasanton. I grew up in Pleasanton. We were all semi-rich.
1: Yeah, yeah. You well, know? Yeah, I grew up in Novato. It's all like no one's really poor. You know? There's right. some people that are less well off. And there's yeah. some people that are rich. Yeah. There's no there's no real you never really saw like the level of poverty that you see in other places, you know.
0: There is this guy that had uh an elevator
1: in his house. Did oh you yeah, I had a you guys I, have houses like that. I had an aunt like that. No, because we didn't have that big of hills. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that was there's my I had an aunt or like my aunt's sister in Berkeley or Oakland Hills, she had an elevator in her house, and we thought that was a wildest shit. Cause it's like, yeah. What's it? Ed, guy, four stories at most. Like
0: yeah, it's it's kind of, it's very uh, stairs. Well, it's very pretentious. I feel like you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's like an elevator like, go just to the second floor.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's great when like that's in an apartment building and you don't want to yeah. walk upstairs, but to like have the gall to install that in your house instead of like another room for your family, it's like no. Here's a fucking elevator shaft
0: right but here's the thing we're talking shit god knows what we'd get if we were rich
1: you know what I mean Uh, yeah but I I just get a a wider house not a taller house
0: yeah you know I would get I would do a YouTube I used to work inside YouTube um, and they have like slides (laughs) like and you just take a slide down you know
1: all those fucking tech places so fucking childish it's hilarious
0: I know it's like uh blank checks started all those. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They saw like Richie
1: Rich and they're like, this is
0: perfect. Dude, a, they they were um and they didn't care like if you stole from them. Yeah. I was dude, I was a maniac and I worked in the cooking department. I was in just a bad state, and they had like a game room, like Xboxes, PlayStations, and I might have or might have known someone that borrowed stuff and didn't return it if you know what i mean and no one said anything
1: how much how much dollar value would you say your friend borrowed and neglected to return oh i don't know i don't know and you are recording this (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i mean also <laughs> it, you know it could be a fake story we're comedians you're right you're right we're stuff.
1: comedians we just kind of spitball here we talk. yeah
0: yeah 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 we may you say know. uh inappropriate things like yeah. tony
1: hinchcliffe you know yeah maybe you know stop <laughs> you know, asian may, hate you know maybe the jews made us do this or something you know like
0: who well knows? Let's be honest. It was probably Palestine. Let's be
1: <laughs> <laughs> Politics. Let's, not, let's not be so quick to blame Israel. Here. They've got enough to deal with
0: right now. Yeah. Well, we should be blaming the Swedish. So no one ever talks about them.
1: Uh, Have you seen
0: children of the corn? You know, uh, yeah. trust them.
1: I, I'm trying to think of what movies has of Swedish bad guy. And there's very few. And I don't like that.
0: Yeah. You know, well, um, this is a true story about YouTube. Um, they had alcohol all over the place. Oh, yeah. And uh, we just drink those in the morning, me and uh, <laughs> Carlos. And uh, we'd sit on the toilets there because they all have the, um, what's it called? The water. They all have heated bidets. <laughs> so that's what I do on my break. Sit on the bidet, drink a cruise, you know, America.
1: <laughs> that's a pretty good way to live.
0: Yeah, so it was cool. I was just kind of in a bad state. I was eating a lot of Doritos back then. I wasn't thinking straight, you know what I mean? That's why was
1: so. the Doritos?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and drugs, but yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But right
0: anyways, right we, all, we all go a little crazy sometimes in life. Maybe not,
1: but... Uh, what kind of Doritos yeah, we, are we talking here, you know?
0: Uh, Colombian. Columbia pharmaceutical. Doritos. Pharmaceutical.
1: That's my favorite kind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kicking of that Guatemalan.
0: Well, what happened it? with me is what happened with me is I didn't really go the college route. I mean, I tried it and then I moved home and everyone that was home were like losers and like yeah, people getting into trouble, you know, and I just
1: generally why people leave.
0: And I, that's when I became a greaser and I had hair and I slipped it back and I wore a leather jacket and I had a
1: hog and, did you roll your sleeves up? You roll cigarettes? the sleeves
0: up? Yeah, Marlboro, marijuana.
1: You have a, a cool, a, a switchblade comb?
0: Didn't have that. Wish I did. Didn't have that. But I did eat at
1: Hooters a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Which Real is gre- closed. R.I.P. Greaser P. stuff.
0: <laughs> well, Dude, I never seen, I've never
1: seen, I've never been to a Hooters or like been around a Hooters where I've actually seen waitresses who were like stacked. I I feel like that's a yeah yeah I could see I could see that
0: I could see socks they had those long socks and I bet you they had an extra pair up here you know
1: Uh, yeah it's it's uh it was always disappointing it's like if you're gonna go ahead and name your company that that's what you better have you know and
0: and let's be honest uh, what what kind of chick wants to work at Hooters
1: hopefully one with big tits. I mean, well, apparently what? not usually it usually was hey. usually it was like the town
0: slut, you know, I dated one yeah of you have I
1: mean, <laughs> you have to be at a certain point in your life where like, yeah, this is where I belong,
0: and to be the dad, you know what I mean, like oh hey Bob, where's your daughter working again? Hooters Man, <laughs> you, know, you know you're gonna damn well where she works, Steve. <laughs> yeah yeah steve's always bringing it up at golf
1: games and stuff hey bobby where's your where's emily get some fucking lunch after this i don't know i know a good (laughs) spot around the corner got some decent wings yeah
0: not even the wings were good that place was a nothing's good
1: it's a fucking tgi fridays with tits well minus the the tgi fridays had better appetizers
0: yeah and those are both closed (laughs) (laughs) what's that tell you Don't su- don't support uh, or support small businesses. Don't support uh, shitty. TGI women. Fridays clothes? Uh, well, at least the ones in the towns out here, like Pleasanton and stuff.
1: Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. No, I always laugh when I like when you see it, like 7 11 There's like frozen TGI Fridays potato skins. It's like who is hankering so bad for yeah, TGI Fridays potato weird. skins? They're like, I don't even. I can't even make it to the restaurant. I gotta bring these home with me you know
0: right right i gotta have them now well usually a, a fat person thinks like that yeah know? well yeah but like if <laughs> i, I was, know it's so niche it's so niche I you feel like if you like
1: if i was that fat i would be way more like picky about like like i would go bigger than a tji fridays you that's know true. Potatoes. that's true that's I'd be true i mean like give me a fucking like full stuffed potato from like a steak place you know like if i'm gonna yeah. gain weight Let's do this with some fucking quality food.
0: Yeah, like a guy's going to go in 7-Eleven and not grab that. He's going to go to the front to the hot food, and he's going to go give me everything. Yeah. Or if he's insecure, he's going to say, give me a little bit, go to the car, grab those glasses with the fake mustache, <laughs> go back in and ask for more.
1: I've heard these are good.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take the rest. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that's it though. Like you go and you get the hot food. Cause that's got some immediacy to it. I can understand that. It's like, yeah. I can eat this here. This is the only place I can get this. You're right. going to a seven 11 to get something cold that you can get at a TGI Friday's hot.
0: Well, and listen, if you're fat, you're not getting something cold and where you got to heat up and wait, you want it now.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You don't, yeah. you're not fat cause you're patient, you know?
0: Right. Right. Exactly. You know? And this is why you should eat at McDonald's.
1: (laughs) And that's literally their entire selling point. Right. Right.
0: That's why they're in business. All the fast food chains. Yeah. It's for people that can't wait. That's why uh, there's porn on the phone. People can't wait.
1: Uh, what What a revolutionary thing to think that there will never again be a generation that doesn't have immediately available porn.
0: Is that crazy? And same goes with the, the music too. Like you don't have to go to, I mean, it, it's sad, but no more going to Berkeley. I'm going to, I'm going to go buy like five CDs. Like, you know what I mean? And you're yeah, finding nothing anymore. Yeah. You can just find whatever.
1: I mean, you can, I mean, you still find things. It's just different, you know, it's, uh, but it is way more like transitory. Like I will like on Spotify, I'll live. You have, I'll have like playlists playing. And I'll hear a lot of new music, and I just won't remember any of who it is, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, right, right, right. It's not as personal
1: anymore. Yeah, I'm not, like, saving any songs. I'm like, yeah, this was a playlist I listened to. It's like, I remember the playlist better than I remember the whoever the fuck was on it, you know?
0: Well, and it's sad, too, because, like, my kid, I got an eight-year-old. He's never going to have to, like, go into a music warehouse or, like, a music store and lie saying he's, like, old enough to buy... A cd with parental advisory you know well
1: that's good though because then you'll know he's a shitty liar that's
0: true that's true i know There, i i went to go buy the m&m cd and the guy was like oh i'm gonna have to like have your mom or your dad you know say this is okay and, and i said well they're not with me and they're like really how'd you get here i was like oh my mom drove but she's got a broken leg and like I was <laughs> like oh i could talk to her i was like nah Never mind. It's a
1: stupid CD anyways. <laughs> well, so but yeah. You're a shitty liar too. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, it runs in the family. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, uh, I got, uh, I tried to buy, I remember when I was with my mom, like a Tower Records, and I tried to buy the first South Park CD, the Chef Aid CD. Okay. And they had the big parental advisory on the front. And I almost got to the front and then my mom saw I was like, hey, wait a second. The parental advisory. And then she looked at some of the songs and it's like song number two was like chocolate salty balls. It's like, no. But yeah. It's back.
0: <laughs> but what it, And what does it, wait, what does your mom think of you after that? He wants to listen to this. I was like fucking <laughs>
1: 10 years old too. And then, but no, no. Cause this was the funny part was that she was like, all right, take it back. Go get something else. And so I grabbed Chris Rock's CD, bigger, blacker and uncut. And she let me buy oh, that yeah. instead, which is, so much worse <laughs> that they didn't have the Parent Advisory on that. I they they had to have. I, she must yeah. have just missed it. But like, wow. how could you? Just the name of it. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Right. 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 That's so funny. And
1: like the the big song at the time, which is why I wanted to buy it, was he had no sex in the champagne room. Oh right. Like just him doing right. jokes over like a beat,
0: and yeah, then someone saying yeah. like, no
1: sex in the champagne room, and. uh yeah, that was cool. Like, that was right in the back, too. It was like, how the fuck did she miss that? And then, and then I'm listening to Chris Rock, and I'm, you know, guarantee that was much more, you know, shaping of my young psyche than like the South Park CD was. South Park had already ruined me a bunch already. Like, there were two. Yeah. She was too late to the game to try to stop that.
0: Well, that was, that and wrestling were the things I did underground without them finding out. I would set the VHS, the tape, when it was my bedtime, because that would come on at like 10. You know, I think 9 O'Clock Wrestling came on in like South Park. And they used, remember, they used to swear, like, use the F-word. And, and it was a lot more raunchier in South Park.
1: Well, no, they didn't. They made a big deal Did about one? it when they started to use, when they started to use the F-word, as you say.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember it being where it was taboo to watch.
1: I mean, it was definitely taboo to watch because it was still, like, one of the raunchier things on TV just because of the amount of, like, shit jokes. Yeah. Just the amount of poop stuff alone yeah and then like the violence you know all the like kenny getting killed and shit like that you know like that was more than most things on tv and then where what wrestling were you watching the wwf yeah yeah so you were in like attitude era wwf when it was just like oh no 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 no
0: w it was right when they merged
1: it, like it was right, Triple after the, H, right after the Monday Night War, Triple H. Um, but that's still like the tail end yeah. of the Attitude Era, and that's when we yeah. were pretty fucking raunchy back then,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah.
1: We had like lingerie matches and right, 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 blood all over the place, and like people killing each other pretty much. One of the yeah. storylines is that Triple H like drugged and raped Stephanie McMahon, like. Shit oh was wild on WWF. <laughs> no wonder I
0: liked that. No yeah, it was I like fucking it. <laughs> yeah, I was that. Fucking
1: insane.
0: Yeah, bigger
1: I was a bigger WCW fan before the merger. That's what I watched.
0: See, all that shaped me. Um yeah. <laughs> that um, celebrity death match, yeah, with the Clays, and they would kill each they other. They tried
1: to bring that back, and it was just not as good. I think once like yeah. a, a generation grew up and saw how fucking dumb it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was. If you watch current. it now, and it's like literally like three jokes per episode, and then just like a bunch of like people getting murdered. You know? Right,
0: right, but it was like cool to see like current celebrities fight each other, and yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah.
1: Good, it was good pop culture zeitgeist stuff. You knew all want everyone wanted to see Britney spears get like run over with a lawnmower or whatever the fuck happened you know like yeah those was all things that like 12 year old me wanted to see was like a bunch right. of celebrities dying right you know? like, right that was very cathartic to someone who was like just getting used to pop culture right
0: know? well and then uh shape my uh, relationship is the uh, road rules real world Oh, you're like you you're like a that. kid watching it. You're like, oh my god! Like, you didn't even know what cheating was. Jesse cheated on <laughs> yeah, and- <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like way too much information for like yeah. a fucking little kid to be. Diving. And you're
0: like trying to hook up with
1: two chicks. Yeah, yeah. Your like, you don't know what you're doing. Now <laughs> you did it on TV. It's not so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watched a lot of wrestling, but my dad was my dad was super into wrestling, and so I never had a problem getting to watch it. Oh, okay. Uh, especially that's WCW had all like the old WWF guys from like they had like the the Hulk Hogan's and right, yeah, uh, Macho Man's and Stained, oh, that old, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they had all those guys, and so like that's one my dad liked to watch, and so he, me, and my brother watched it too, and he didn't give a shit, you know. He was, if anything, he loved it, you know. It was like yeah, for us shit. Sure, well, we went up, we went up and painted the our house like or his house last weekend or two weeks ago, and. All we did was talk about wrestling most of the time. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> your <laughs> so, mom, I mean, your mom's like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, I mean, she's gotten used to it. She yeah. she doesn't not enjoy it, but she's well, not as big a fan as him.
0: I think too, women and men as they get older and they they get better at tuning out. Yeah, she's probably not even listening. To you guys well, now, she's that in that her her own now that everyone's
1: and shit too. They don't to, they don't have to like talk to each other.
0: Well, that's right. another thing too. No more being bored on the road trip like we were. You know, what I had one time, this is the only thing I had going to LA in some fucking comic books, that uh, Gizmo Pet.
1: Oh, like a Tamagotchi type
0: shit? Tamagotchi, yes.
1: Yeah. And,
0: God, I can't even, if you gave that to a kid if now... If you gave that said, to
1: a kid now, they would, <laughs> like, what is this... <laughs> they would break it. Stone Age bullshit. They would throw yeah. it over a ridge they would be done with that shit instantly and to be fair i totally understand that those things were fucking stupid
0: but this is mind-blowing our kids are gonna have a podcast or whatever virtual cast and they're gonna be talking shit about ipads and they're gonna be like yeah 5. all we had
1: was super smash bros it's like what the fuck you know like all you need what do you? What do these kids have now? Like, yeah, that the next generation. Like, everything before us was like a cup and ball. You know, like pushing yeah. a stick with a fucking or hoop with a stick. You know, they're gonna yeah. be
0: like, they're gonna be like, yeah. Good thing uh, they don't have those white claws anymore. It killed yeah. a lot of people with the cancer sugar.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! That's if that's the way I go. That's the way I go. I, I'll <laughs> die by that white way. claw. <laughs> you know, death by white that claw. Is- whatever. <laughs> That's, that's a white pretty bad. Ass. That's pretty badass. Death by yeah, white, right? Punk. I mean, what am I going to go out in a hospital bed like some kind of pussy?
0: It is. You know what? It is kind of cool. I'd rather die partying than dying in like a bed of cancer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, how would he go out? He was trying to triple backflip ollie on the wakeboard.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'll still do that. I'll still give. That's the thing is, if you if you keep doing that stuff when you're over 70 you probably will die from it you know yeah, yeah. over that's 30 that's why like that I there's this guy in the rugby community who just died recently and he was like 72 and he was still playing rugby and
0: that is crazy I'm, hey, I
1: that, like hey, could not believe he didn't should, die on the field I hate to say this you should expect to die if
0: you're 70 playing rugby Jesus I mean, Christ uh, dude
1: I, it was insane. And you never like every year, it was the same thing. It's like, is he going to fucking lace his boots up again? And he would every single time. And he'd That's call a you a pussy if you didn't hit him. And wow. it was nuts. But he also died. <laughs> he Unrelated also died. to rugby. Though. He also died. And said, well, he didn't die on the field like we expected him to. We expected him to be like, Fucking Luke Skywalker just fucking disappear into his ropes in and <laughs> you know, like that's how we expected it to happen. He just goes into one of the balls. Yeah, just like, <laughs> and that's how we thought it was gonna be. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what he died of. Probably it's probably not unrelated. You know. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like even playing in
1: your thirties is crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm thirty two, and it's yeah. Uh, but I mean, there's still guys playing in their 40s and shit. I don't know. It's not insane. I mean, you're not doing as big a hits or tackles, right? I, you know, I- <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> you can't uh, look like a pussy, basically. Yeah. I mean, why do it if you're not going to? You know, it's one of those things that, like, if you're going to take it half speed, then someone else out there is going to rock your shit, you know?
0: Comedy. <laughs> comedy. <laughs> yeah. Comedy, no, I mean, yeah.
1: Comedy, you can do half speed. That's easy you know
0: <laughs> yeah but it's not good you know what i mean it's like it's why good but
1: no one, there's yeah. not gonna be some fucking samoan taking your head off if you that's true that's true that's do a true. joke you know you,
0: <laughs> well maybe maybe if you're talking well, maybe
1: about a show in hayward maybe yeah 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 have you almost uh been punched on stage or no i i think i i never really do anything i never like really harass people that much that are in the audience yeah. Yeah. Plus, I'm also like one of the bigger comics. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. You do I have mean, nice muscles. The, I think people in the Bay Area aren't that aggressive. I th- I'm yeah. going to Boston in September, and oh, we'll see what it's. We'll <laughs> see if things change while I'm there. Oh, know? they're
0: gonna be calling you fat Yeah, Yeah. I mean, oh yeah,
1: dealing with a different crowd, but we'll but see. You know way
0: way. what? That's good. For, that's good for you because uh, they say to hit, you're supposed to hit different crowds.
1: You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy to be trying stuff out. I mean, that's a good thing. Like, it's nice that I run a few different rooms, but they're all basically the same type of crowd. You know, young hipsters. Similar. Yeah, 20s, hipsters, some, some black, some white, some. You know the general mix of like Oakland and San Francisco, but yeah, I've done a few shows where like, yeah, I definitely, I'm like, well, none of these jokes are going to work. I got to like rethink everything. Like you go. Right. Up. Right. I did a show up. Uh, I used to, my a friend of mine used to run a tap room up in um, Calusa. You ever been up there? Mm-hmm. It's like uh kind of near in between like Redding and Sacramento. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, it's like, Middle of nowhere. Not no there's not like nobody there, but it's not a big town. But by he owned like one of the bigger like bars slash tap rooms, and so he'd pay me to come up and do a show every once in a while. And uh you get there and I'm just like, Man, I can't do any jokes about woke or anything like that. Right, right, right. No, they don't give a shit, you know? No, they want you to be crude and say whatever's on your mind. Yeah, we had Chelsea Beer up there, and she killed it because, you know, that's yeah. that's her people's, you know? She, right, she right. yells at people in the crowd and asks them if they've been fucking and shit like that, you know? So <laughs> works yeah. out pretty well.
0: Yeah, but, but see, that that, that uh, only works in certain rooms, you know what I mean? You can't really be doing that in a daytime show or people eating. I can't do my shit and run story, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did that yesterday at, like, a show that was at like 5 45 PM and like, yeah, it's fully light yeah, pouring in the room. And I'm like yeah. asking people if they ever fake orgasms and shit. And you're just like, you know, how much, how much do people really want to talk to me right now? You know, but right. Right. But you know, whatever. I, I just, the, at a certain point, you know, if even if you've, if, I mean, even if you could force a joke down, someone's yeah. throat and it works. It yeah. still counts you know right like, if you can have that skill in your belt that's good and it's also a skill to know when you're <laughs> when you need to do a different set i mean that's yeah yeah i mean well, that's and
0: also, people- and also too like you know like when you're up there and you maybe do a, a, a style of joke and it goes completely quiet you're like yeah it's
1: like okay maybe i should lay off this one yeah you know because you see some people do that and you're like they just press on you're like you knew that was a bad idea and if you didn't know that that was a bad idea you really need to fucking watch some tape of yourself you know right right there's a lot of people that like think like well this is who i am i'm undeniable it's like well no you're not if you were that good you wouldn't wouldn't still be in the bay area (laughs)
0: well and it's not even that it's like our people laughing
1: that's the number one thing yeah yeah if I mean, you're just you're just fucking it up for everybody else at this point. Yeah,
0: you yeah, know? and they haven't uh, they haven't grown because that's like when you first start, kind of attitude. You
1: know yeah, what I mean, yeah, that's that's like the I just I did a year of you know doing my mics at Mutiny Radio, and like <laughs> you know, people need to hear yeah. all of this shit. And it's <laughs> like, no, not everyone wants to hear this shit. You know, like that's <clears throat> that's why. I, <clears throat> I was laughing about you know all the park mics and stuff it's like all the people who like like i gotta do i gotta like keep doing comedy i'll do a mic even if it's at a park it's like you are not gonna get better because you a mic in a park because all you're doing comedy too is other comics who are willing to do park mics and it's like that's just i mean you're sure you get reps and there's value in that but it wasn't like you got better because you did it for these people
0: well know? and and it's like how good are the reps if you're not really getting a reaction see i started doing the the park mics and i just wasn't getting anything and i was it was more i was getting more depressed yeah but i didn't go up there it, and
1: bomb i think it would make me feel worse i mean yeah it, especially because you know everyone's got different style there's a lot of people who will you know they go up and just kind of bullshit on stage and that's how they figure things out. And, you yeah, know, like, sure. There maybe there's some value in that, but like if your job is like, you're trying out different tags and trying to see yeah. different things that work, like yeah. you're not going to get any value out of that. You know, right? Right? right going right, to see right. maybe what other comics like, but other comics are not always the best. Most of the time, most of the time are not the best game. Yeah. 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 They're not.
0: Yeah because I think we kind of become immune to certain jokes. It's really going to be a good one to, you know, make us yeah, laugh. Yeah. But.
1: Or it's, or we become too, where some of us are too partial to like certain jokes that aren't going to work on most people, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I seem like I do better when I do more crowd work, but I don't want to rely on that. So I do continue to try to write jokes and, and all that yeah you know?
1: i try to do i try to make it a mix i try to make it so that i try to make crowd work never the end of the joke crowd work has can be the start of the joke it can yeah. be like how i but as long like every crowd work i'm interaction i'm doing i usually have have like a pretty specific route out of it you know yeah
0: yeah right right you're like, like setting no matter up what a joke, what these, you're like no matter up what joke, these yeah know.
1: exactly no matter yeah. what these people say well even if i'm not setting up a joke even if i am just trying to bullshit. It's yeah. just like, you know, I'm, I, I have the ability to end this interaction whenever, whenever I need to. And I think that's right, really right. important because sometimes audience, they either want to talk not enough or they want to talk too much. You right. Know? Right. Right. And just being able to like snap out and, you know, being able to carry on from there, I think it's good, but it doesn't mean that I'm like not writing stuff, you know, it just means right. that like, and sometimes these interactions, you can get a lot out of them, you know, it's very helpful and it's, you know, crowd works important, but yeah,
0: you're right. I mean, don't don't you think uh, a big factor with the writing and making
1: sure you're keeping up with your stuff is the uh, fear of bombing? Well, I never bombed, so I don't know. (laughs) No, that's not true. I bombed Saturday night. Ooh, that was the worst one in a while.
0: Oh, with the, uh, with the Laura chick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, it was kind of a, Kind of a crazy night. Like, it was kind of stressful. And, like, we kind of oversold, oversold the show. And, uh, of course, she's big. Yeah. And so we had, like, a bunch of, like, we were just, like, me and Janesh were running around trying to get things set up. And, uh, and then it was like, okay, we got to start this show. And I go on stage. And, you know, I'm used to being the host and, like, having people, like, kind of, like, in and out paying attention. But it was, like, yeah. people straight up just, like, not giving a shit. Or people, was, yeah. like, stone faced staring at me. With a set that I know was good. Right, um, right, right, right. It was just like. And then on top of that, it's in the middle of the Tenderloin. And so across the street, there's these people just blasting music on speakers throughout the entire show. And it was like Uh, the most distracting fucking thing in the world. To the point that like me and Janesh, like after both of our sets, you know, the feature was up and we're like, Janesh was like, we should go ask, maybe we should just go ask them to turn it down. I was like uh, laughing to myself. I was like, bro, <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Yeah, but yeah. I want to see him try. So I told him, yeah, let's do it. And so well, we walk across the street and as we're like 30 feet away from the speakers, Janesh turns to me, he goes, this is a bad idea, isn't it? I was <laughs> like, yeah, man, it's a terrible idea. We're in the middle yeah. of Tenderloin. These people are going to turn their music down for us. right? Oh, right. We're a comedy show. Guys, can you keep yeah. it down? Like what you like say motherfucker little indian dude like a fucking <laughs> yeah. white dude like a hawaiian shirt on it's like guys we're trying to have fun over here and it's also they were smoking crack as we were walking up to them so i was yeah, like, yeah maybe so we you, should be you guys yeah, just turn, turn around yeah we fucking never mind we ate shit and just kind of let <laughs> they played music throughout lara's entire set i mean she made uh. it, she was interacting with it but um you know it was frustrating i mean that's
0: yeah, and that's the whole thing that, you know, I just
1: started running some shows
0: with a buddy, and it's like, you don't realize what a host and someone that runs a show go through until you're doing it, and like, I've gotten that where I've done a host set, and people aren't paying attention it. and you feel like kind of dog shit, but at the same time, you it's part of it, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, you, you're you biting the bullet so other people don't have to. That's your right. job. Right. I mean, that's the thing. And me and Jinesh were like, you know, we ate shit, but... The feature did great, and the host and the the you know Lara did great, and like you know, as long as people were paying attention and enjoying them, like that was our, yeah. time. you know, like yeah. that's I did. I mean, yeah, I would have, but it it was just tough because I was like, you know, I'm so sure of this set. I was so confident in the set, and then right this, you know, I've got this hot new closer that's killing every time, and then I just yeah. stone faced zero reactions. So weird, and it was just like, what the fuck, and I did on top of all the stress of everything else is like, cause normally like it's a yeah. stressful show. At least you go up, you have a good set and it's like, well, this is why I do this, you know? And then <laughs> you go up and you have a shit set. You're like, why do I do this bullshit? Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. 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 That's when you need to get another set in ASAP.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's why yeah. I mean, the next night I did too, to just like, get it out of my system, you know? Right, right. It's kind of like when you bang an ugly chick and then you get, yeah, hurt. yeah. So you're like a street breaker or what do you call them? Yeah. I forget the the terms. It's yeah, been a while. I, I'm, I know you, uh, Slump Breaker. That's what it is.
0: There it is. Yeah. yeah. Where are we at with time? Oh, we're good. Oh, we got we're some good. time. We got like okay,
1: 20 cool. 20-ish minutes. Yeah.
0: Um, I did a show with her in the future. Um, oh, you Friday. did a Friday night show. Yeah, yeah. We set that up for her. Yeah. And it was just me, him, and her. I was oh, like, oh nice. Is, so you, you cool. hosted? No, uh, Casey hosted. Oh, yeah. But Casey, but doesn't, he, doesn't, he,
1: just, yeah. he does his like five minutes of like, hey, thanks for being here. Enjoy the food, right. you know? Right. There's like, a couple like, here's like three jokes about people that I know in the audience. And then here's your next guy. Right. Right. Which is okay. I, I don't mind that. I think that's not a bad thing, but I do mind when you don't know that's what they're going to do. Right. Like, tell you beforehand. That was my one beef It's like, I like Patrick Ford over at the Alameda Comedy Club. He's a very good, nice guy. And he put me on a showcase. I was like, oh, really thank, thankful for it. And then I go to the showcase and it's like, oh, he's hosting. And I know he's a comic. But, you know, he used to do comedy in you know, LA for a while. And I was like, okay, cool. So Robert uh, Patrick's going to host for it. And then he goes up and he's like, oh, yeah. He's just talk about the food for like five minutes. And like, here's your first comic. I was like, wait, what the fuck is that?
0: <laughs> Dude, that happened to me on my birthday. I was on that showcase. On my birthday, inside and beforehand, he didn't say I had to wear a mask or a oh, face shield. Visor. So he, I put the face shield on. I go up there. And I'm not going to just blame my bad set on that. But it fucking it didn't help. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I'm looking at reflection of myself.
1: Uh, can't see the crowd oh no, thank you
0: yeah and everyone in the crowd <laughs> knew other comedians and, and yeah I just, and he's got I those ate, real
1: bright he's got the real bright lights on the stage too
0: oh oh yeah I ate a big dick and uh afterwards I realized I'm never booking a show on my birthday
1: <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah yeah it's not I don't, it was Janace's birthday on Saturday I felt bad for him for eating shit. I, he did better. Ba- he did, he did better than me but we both kind of I was like yeah you just got to feel pretty bad to like bomb on your birthday yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. take that risk. <laughs> yeah, I'm never taking that risk again.
0: <laughs> but it, like it, like you said it, it happens and uh I I enjoyed the show Friday. I, I was shocked though the guy who went after me her opener was just like reading jokes off his phone. Oh really?
1: Yeah. Oh, he wasn't
0: doing that at ours. But uh, you know, they had a long drive and stuff. To me, I, I just thought maybe 80 people is not a lot to them because they do big shows.
1: I mean, yeah, she's, you know, she's a touring headliner now. I mean, she's doing big shit and she, he, I think he travels with her a lot, but, or maybe he just didn't respect you. (laughs) Could also be that.
0: No, I'm talking about just like, in yeah, like in the show, like, like 80 people to me is a lot, but maybe to them. So he was like, just maybe practice. Like that's an open mic. That's like an open mic to them. You know what I mean?
1: I don't know. I mean to him, I mean I he I don't think he's the big enough to be doing something like that. Uh but it's also the fact that like it's kind of low stakes. It's not like he's the one who's like not gonna get booked again up there for because of that, you know. That's true. Plus if it if it did well, who gives a shit? You know? Right, 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 like right. We right. had uh, the second time we did that chambers show, we had Dave Ross on the show. Uh and he this was mostly because he it was first time doing a long set in a long time. Yeah, uh, but he was he was he had to read off his phone for like the second half of the show. Yeah, he was just like I got you know I haven't done this in a long time. Yeah,
0: well that's understandable.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Some people are just kind of getting back into it.
0: Right, right.
1: I guess sometimes that I that other I, guy. What do you do? Like a twenty minute set. Yeah, yeah. He should probably do that without his phone. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I observe and I think, what should I do? And read off your phone. That's like, apparently that's what it you, that was. Your takeaway. I was like, ah, I should just fucking read my. That's So that's, me. that's how you tour with a, a headliner. Board. That's how you, that's yeah. how you get it in.
0: <laughs> now he was good at crowd work and stuff that that's a good place for crowd work. And like you said, when the host, this is what my problem was with Alameda on my birthday. I should have gone for more crowd work because there wasn't much up top with the host. Yeah. Because I did that. Yeah, yeah. Fri- I did that. Friday and it, it killed I, it killed yeah. be- because they're, yeah. Like you said, ease them in. Yeah, and they- what I liked about Laura, she, and I, I asked her before the show, I was like, do you have any do's and don'ts? And she goes, just be dirty. Like make them used to that. Cause she was really dirty
1: yeah and that's a good point too when you're working with like a headliner is like know who your headliner is up top like when i did yeah. scott caporo yeah we hosted for like scott caporo i was like doing all of my dirtiest shit because i was like i was just saying like in the middle of my set like guys if you don't like this you should leave now because yeah, you right, are not right. gonna like scott yeah <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I've uh, never, I've never seen him. I'm gonna have to check him out. Oh, Scott Caporo is a a treat. He is, he's he's kind of like a you know he's one of those like Bay Area legend type guys. I mean, he doesn't oh, live okay. here anymore. He lives in in London, so he actually oh shit kind of a bigger deal in London than he is here. But he is also a longtime staple on 97.3 on the Sarah and Benicio, and so okay. he has kind of a radio following, and oh, that's, like that's he so good. he kind of has his own fan base, yeah. in the Bay Area, and uh, he's very funny. Uh, and he is incredibly dirty, incredibly offensive. Uh, that's cool. Uh, he's uh, yeah, he's very funny. He was, yeah, I I don't know how long he was doing comedy in the bay. I mean, uh, you know, 20, 25 years at least, because uh, he was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> what was that, 40 years ago? <laughs> man, when you say it like that, I think what 30? Mm-hmm. 30, 25? I would say 30 maybe a little less it's yeah mid 90s right let's go 25 yeah. to 30 years ago so he's yeah. been in, he's been in the game a long time but he's like yeah. yeah if you ever get a chance to check him out uh i think he's been doing this he, you know he like like twice a year he'll spend a month in the bay and he will do shows in the bay and uh always check him out amazing crowd work uh and just a funny guy and is a very, it, very nice guy too is it how do you find these people to book are you just hitting people up uh well, let's see for the first i mean we've done this show about six times um the first show we kind of asked around just I, I actually tried to book laura for the first show but we tried to get some with more local pools since we didn't know how yeah. easy it was going to be to market so we yeah. went with sammy Obaid, and because we know oh, sammy. right right and right so that right, was a, right. a simple a simple one yeah And then once we kind of got the word out that we were looking for headliners, you know, people would kind of offer stuff up and be like, hey, I have good connections with this person. You know, people want to do a good turn for their friends. And so that's how we got Dave Ross was that uh, Cassine Bentley recommended uh, Dave for us. And was basically, you know... And this was, you know, early this is like October, November of the pandemic. And that's yeah, when things were just opened up. So people were like, Oh, I can get 45 minutes of stage time and get paid for it right. in a hotel room. So we right. hooked them all up with that. And, um, so we we're able to do like, you know, pay better for that show. And then, um, once we were able to start getting two shows in a night, then we could really pay people. Yeah. That was when we started getting Scott cause constant Scott, because he has that draw, he's a bit more expensive. Um, right. Right. But, I knew Scott. I mean, knew Scott from around the Bay Area. I had met him a couple times uh, and had tried to book him for other things when he he was out of town. So I already had a kind of rapport with him. And then uh, we we booked Mikey Winfield because, well, we tried to book him for another show in Oakland and that fell through, and we felt really bad because no one likes canceling on a guy. So we booked for this one and we're able to pay and you know, uh, you know, kind of make up for that last one. And Mikey is a really nice guy and he's really funny guy and so you know but we knew we're you know it's it's not hard to like get a hold of people i mean honestly lara i just message her on it's on instagram you know like
0: yeah yeah i feel like comedians are like cooler than rock stars like easier to get a hold of
1: well you just i mean it helps if you you know, have a little bit of reputation, at least like right. I have like a proof of producer because I've had a couple articles in the newspaper. Right. Right. I like right. right. produced, And so like, yeah, I, I yeah. This be like, listen, I'm a real person. Right. Right. I need this money. I will yeah. Yeah.
0: So credibility. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, um, cause
0: they don't want to come all the way up here for,
1: yeah, yeah. exactly. And the biggest stretch we got, I mean, uh, Lara was, like I said, and this is her Instagram, but Lori Kilmartin was definitely the biggest stretch that we got. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. saw that. Connection. That was definitely like a connections through other people thing. Like right. somebody, a friend of a friend who would work with her before gave us her email. We reached out and Lori was real sweetheart. She was very nice about it and was like, yeah, well, you know, we'll work it out. You know, she's got connections in the Bay. So I think she stayed with friends up here. Um, I know she didn't know we booked her a hotel, but she like she had friends up here. She's, you know, she's from Walnut Creek.
0: Oh, I so, didn't know that.
1: Yeah, so she was making a that's bunch cool. of all the creek jokes during this show. Oh, that's, that's cool. Funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, I don't think our shows are at maybe that level, but eventually, like, I was even thinking about like when k- comedians come in the town.
1: Like, would I mean, they do I always shows offer and, it and, if you yeah. have stage time and you can pay for it. But just reach out and say, like, this. Is, I mean,
0: you ask what their fee is and stuff too. I mean,
1: well, do you? you you can do it one of two ways. There's one, you can say, this is what I pay. This is how much time you could do. Uh-huh. If you're willing to come out, you would be more than welcome. Uh, yeah. Or you can ask. Or you can say, you know, if you're talking, I mean, it really depends on who you're talking to, if you know them at all, you know, right, Knowing people right, right. Is, you know, much simpler. Yeah. Um, but as for like a, uh, for someone you don't know, you know, know their worth you know, right, kind of ask right, around right, and try right. to figure out like, am I paying a reasonable thing? Having to budget. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, it, it's, there's plenty of people who will do work for less money, but there is, you know, some people will be insulted if you say like, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, I can only pay this. And it's like, you know, they, they get the offers a lot, but sometimes they'll take it. If they're not doing anything, some people just want to, you know, just run run through reps.
0: Well, and the other thing too is, I guess this is the time they get bigger comedians because shows are still kind of in limbo a little bit, you know.
1: Yeah, a little bit. I think that's that's becoming less of a thing. I think we yeah. still have to now. We're starting to have to pay decently to be able to like really. Okay. If you want to get tra- talent to travel, if they're already yeah. in town, that's another yeah. story, you know. Yeah. But if yeah. you want to get them to travel, uh, you, you pony up a little bit because you, you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you can't just like. It's if a if a local comic does a twenty dollars show, he made twenty dollars. If somebody had to drive, you know, fifty miles to do a hundred dollars, right? Or like a had to drive a hundred miles to a do hundred dollars show, then it, they made you know maybe fifty dollars. Right. And a real comic, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I like how you told Casey about it and kind of hooked her up with another show because I think maybe that's something comedians should do.
1: Well, absolutely. And it's just helpful. I mean, it's helpful for us because it it makes a weekend, it makes a trip worthwhile for Yeah. Right. Ideally, every producer in the Bay Area is talking to each other and says, hey, look, I have this person coming up, but they're not. And as long as you're not, you know, and this is why people talk about like no compete clauses and like why Live Nation is kind of hard to book those people because you can't use their name to advertise because they have a no compete clause. Right. Uh, Because if you're in the same area as them within uh-huh. like a certain mile radius, then you can't use their name to advertise because uh, they like, you know, their name is what's advertising to show to other people in the Bay area for these, for this weekend of shows that they're doing at the punchline or at Cobb's. Okay. But if you have the budget, if you can sell a show yourself and like, you know, that person is going to be there anyways, you can reach out and, you know, or if like I have a person coming up for a Saturday, but I don't have a Friday night show for, and you're up in fucking Sonoma, why wouldn't I give it to you? You know, right, like why right, wouldn't right. we help each other out with this? And I also, right. you know, I also talk to people in Santa Cruz, and I talk to people, right. you know, wherever, and say, you know, I've got if I've got a person coming up, I'll let you know, and you know, maybe we can work something out. Okay. And I even told the you know her, I was like, you know. If you want any stage time, any other days you're up here, just let me know and I'll find it for you because it helps me, you know, people are agreeing Mm -hmm. when you when you are making that connection.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll have to let you know what days we do shows. We do one,
1: uh, we do two, one at retro junkie, which is a good spot. You can put, you can put a lot of people in that spot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We actually had a decent number on the Warriors game. We had it last Wednesday with Warriors Lakers. Oh, I saw yeah. you canceled. I saw you we said had fuck it. <laughs> dude, <laughs> we risked dude, no it. We risked would,
1: it. No way that would work <laughs> out at Mad Oak. That would be a mess. Yeah. Yeah, we risked it. Um, but
0: uh we obviously didn't make the same amount of money or the money, the same amount of money at the bar. Yeah. But I was shocked. I was like, uh, I hosted, I was like, I'm grateful that you guys watch soccer and not basketball.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. You'd be surprised how many people don't give a shit about sports, you know yeah yeah definitely
0: well dude really happy you came on
1: no this is fun man appreciate you having me
0: usually uh i'm a little more goofier on the podcast but i like that we went and talked about producing we're
1: businessmen we're men yeah. of business
0: i like that and you mentioned the 71 year old who was still playing rugby and died <laughs> well, let's say he died on the field that's more and he yeah, went he, to the I, ball
1: he died he died because i killed him on the field <laughs> i tackled him <them. laughs> Not Asian, not Asian, white guy. No, white guy,
0: very white. <laughs> very white, blonde hair, blue eye. I think yeah. he had a swastika. <laughs> he is,
1: uh, well, I never saw him with his shirt off, thank God. But I I can't say he didn't have a swastika on
0: Oh, and, and by the way, congrats on the weight
1: loss. Oh, thank I, you. Yeah, uh, I, I
0: jerked I'm probably off. Probably
1: going to put it right back on, so don't clap too fast.
0: Well, me and the boys jerked off to your photos. That hey, was... thanks. That's, that's. <laughs>
1: Honestly, I got more com- I got more comments on those pictures from gay men than from anyone else. <laughs> I wouldn't have more than your girl- your I girlfriend had. didn't even see. You hey, right? Real recognize real, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's funny. I'll take those compliments.
0: <laughs> hey, any uh, any stuff you want to plug?
1: Uh, just follow F Bomb Comedy on Instagram. We do a uh, weekly show at Mad Oak in Oakland. We're doing our show at Lucas in Oakland, we're going to be taking indoors next month. So, Juneteenth, we're going to have the Juneteenth Extravaganza at Lucas. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, Hoffkutch, we do Second Thursdays in Oakland. Uh, it's right off Telegraph Street uh, and 25th. And then uh, San Francisco, we got Chambers. I'm not sure what's happening with that. I think we're going to change the format a little bit because of uh, the reopening and stuff. You know, that's okay. going to change a lot of things. And then. Yeah. Um, We do one at seven stills in San Francisco as well. It's a pretty cool spot. It's in Mission Bay and it's like a distillery and that's going to be going indoors too. So you can finally laugh indoors and not have to freeze your fucking ass off all the time. So So check us out F-bomb comedy and uh, you know, hopefully see you at a show. You heard it there guys. Give it up for Marty. All right. I'm the only one here. The bartender (laughs) is left.
0: All right, dude. I'll see you. Cheers. Cheers. And gone. And gone. <laughs> I gotta do one more thing. Um, our sponsor. I gotta talk about them. If not, they're gonna kill me. All right, literally, they're gonna kill me. The are uh, uh, the mafia. No uh, silver tongue audio. Um, they're great. Uh, without them, this podcast wouldn't be here. You guys might want that, but if you're still watching, probably not. You're probably enjoying it. So go to silvertongueaudio.org Support them because they support me. Um, And also go on the website and find free downloads, like my podcast, all uh, 183, right there. Free download, no charge, no hidden fee, free. And I also have a podcast called Dazed and Disturbed. It's a horror podcast that shines light on those creepy subjects uh, with the help of Mary Jane. So go check out Dazed and Disturbed. And then NPC podcast, non-player character podcast. It's a video game podcast. You guys know that. I talk about it all the time. It's a fun podcast to listen to with your friends or if you're playing video games or if you're on the bus watching a guy jerk off. So go check out the NPC podcast, Days Undisturbed, and mine, all at SilverTongueAudio.org. All right, guys. That's been the podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye.